Welcome to Tubular Connections, a series where we make meaningful connections in the HSS, steel, and engineering communities. Here's your host, Brad Fletcher, Senior Structural Engineer at Atlas Tube. Today my guest is uh, Kim Olson with the Steel Tube Institute. Welcome, Kim. Hey, Brad. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good. Thanks for being my guest today. Absolutely. So, Kim, uh, you are the engineer who works for the Steel Tube Institute. Uh, you also work for a company called Force Consulting. Tell me a little bit about your role at STI and Force. At Force Consulting, I'm a structural engineer and work on projects just like a regular consulting engineer would, except we're a little bit different in that we typically work more for an EOR. We don't do our own EOR work as much. We support engineers when they may need assistance due to more work or uh, in a particular area. At the Steel Tube Institute, I work on behalf of the HSS manufacturers to educate engineers and architects to the many benefits of HSS in the building industry typically, although I also answer many technical questions in other industries. I also sit on many code committees on the HSS producers behalf to make sure that they are represented there as well. Fabulous. One of the things I always like to ask when my, my guests here is uh, why they went into engineering. So what was your, what's your story? Uh, my story is that in high school, I liked math and science. My dad was a mechanical engineer, so I thought, yeah, I'll try out mechanical engineering. I took a few classes and realized that wasn't for me, that I needed to find something where I could see, feel, and touch the results of my work. And so that led me into structural engineering. Excellent. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. I was kind of the same way, I mean, at least in terms of being able to touch and understand the physical side of things. Yeah. When you got into physics and you started getting into like electromagnetism and all that, yeah. and, and you can't see it, right. it doesn't really happen. Right, right. <laughs> I need to know and be able to see what I've been spending all my time working on. So. Right. Now, you went to Colorado. Yes, I did my undergrad at UC Boulder and okay. then um, some grad work at Boulder and Denver. Okay. Now, were you originally from Colorado? Originally, although I spent about every three years growing up moving. So I have lots of homes. People always ask where I'm from, and I don't really have a good answer to that you're since we around. moved around so much. You're from yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So you're, you're currently living in Denver. Yes, uh, I so live in Denver. Obviously, Colorado part of the stuck there, so that's good. Yes. So yeah, we talked a little bit about your role at STI. Let's, let's talk a little bit more about that. So obviously, as a fellow engineer who also works for a, a tube company, kind of work in the same circles and right. answer the same challenges. So let's talk a little bit about the challenges that we are seeing engineers face with when it comes to HSS. So what, in your opinion, what do you think are some of the big challenges that engineers always bring to you in saying, uh, this is what some of the troubles or some of the things I'm trying to deal with when it comes to HSS? I think the core challenge that we deal with regularly is the misinformation about the cost of HSS. While one pound of HSS does tend to cost more than a pound of another material or another section, I should say. When you look at the capacity of the members, a column supporting um, a 100-kit load uh, that, let's say, is a wide flange and a column that supports a 100-kit load that's an HSS, the HSS material is going to be lighter and will overcome those cost differentials. So I think that's the biggest core 
core message that I try to get out is if you're comparing a pound of an open section to a pound of a HSS, uh, you're really comparing apples to oranges. We need to compare the capacities of the members when looking at cost. The second thing that comes to mind is information. You know, we the information about connections to open sections or to other sections and other materials is fairly widespread. HSS tends to not have as much information and the information tends to be spread out not only in different resources but also different countries and different continents. So in my role at STI, what, that's one thing that we're trying to do is, is not only generate valuable information but get all of this valuable information that's available into one spot that makes it convenient for engineers to be able to reference when they do have an issue. Yeah, I think it's a great point. You know, we operate uh, in Canada quite a bit, and so in interacting with some of the Canadian engineers, it is kind of interesting to to note that the Canadian engineers, because of some history, seem to just be more comfortable, familiar right. about the HSS. And they, when right. they think of a column, they think it's an HSS. Whereas you talk to an American engineer, a column is a wide range. Right. So it's you know, so part of it's education, as you said, and availability to resources. So I think that's a great mission, which we support you in, of course. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> Connections, I would imagine, is another one that uh, we get lots of questions on, right? Definitely. I mean, we know how to design HSS members, whether they be beams, columns, you know, loaded torsionally, it's super easy. Connections are just a whole different ballgame from, like what you said, what we are educated for, for an open section. An open section is very easy to reinforce if we need to. Obviously, it's not our first choice, but if I need to add a stiffener or a doubler to a member to strengthen it, I can do that quite easily for an HSS we can't. It's very difficult to do that. It also takes uh, quite a lot of discipline on the engineer of records behalf to think about that when they're specifying their member sizes. So even if you're not designing your own connections, you need to think about the connections as you're putting your wall thicknesses on your drawing so that you don't end up with a problem later on down the line. So yeah, connections is something that we focus, I would probably say close to, you know, 90% of our <laughs> efforts on. Yeah. yeah, it definitely is something I get asked a lot of questions on too. And, and let's be fair, I mean, connections in general, regardless of whether it's HSS or anything, is just a subject that doesn't get addressed as nicely as we would like it to be in, in, in college and in, in the university level. The professors just don't have time. They spend a lot of time talking about members' intention. And maybe you get in bolts and tension or bolts and shear and box shear and things like that. But when it comes down to like, how do I do this kind of connection? That stuff doesn't really happen until maybe you get to grad school. Yeah, and even then, I mean, my grad level steel class, I think maybe spent a third of the semester on connections. A third. Oh, that seems like a lot. <laughs> and, that's, and that's, you know, so that's nothing in my undergrad and then grad you know we get two-thirds of you know other important topics but then a third on connections and and, you know of course they're the nice pretty ones the easy sheer connections I don't think we talked about moment connections but yeah connections in general I think could be addressed a little bit more in academia because very important right yeah well similar story so grad level steel class one of the subjects that I was most looking forward to learning was moment connections Mm -hmm. and it was the very last on the syllabus Mm -hmm. so it was the end of the semester (laughs) and so we got to the end of the semester and we ran out of time So you didn't even get it. Well, we did. It was a test question. So he, the professor gave us 
some notes to study uh. and then give us a test question on it without actually ever teaching the material. So, you know, there you go. That's how we learn about mother connections. <laughs> You've got a crash course in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the issue of eight connections in general is, a, is a, an issue that we all need to address. And then, of course, you throw the complication of dealing with HSS. And so it just makes another thing. So anyways, right. we have job security, which is good. Yeah, it yeah, is so. good. <laughs> so talk a little bit about the, some of the, the tools and resources that uh, you've helped create at but one that I'm most excited about is the capability tool because I guess I was stung by that bee when I was in consulting in that you know there are a lot of sections that are in our steel construction manual or our steel bible we th- just assume that they're readily available then we find out that we're not even once we realize that they're not you know I know as an engineer four by four by a quarter is readily available I don't have to worry about that but what happens when architecturally I need like a seven by three well you know it's my job to know this and I don't even know that that's available so we put together a capability tool some uh, producers Atlas being one has their own what we did is combine all of their information into one tool on the steel tube Institute website so you can see if certain sections are made or even if it's possible to be made you know if you need to have a certain sections they can be made obviously lead times and costs will enter into that but it's a good guideline for engineers so that hopefully we can kind of eliminate this you know I put this section on my drawings then I come to find out once the fabricator gets a hold of it that it's not available and that causes trouble for everybody. So that's one of the tools that I think I'm most proud of. We also do six webinars a year for engineers to help get their PDH and to see some good technical content presented in those webinars. We've created design guides, again, bringing those resources under one book, I should say, in several volumes, but good resources where we're not only talking about the connection of a member to a tube, a plate, or a tube. We don't just talk about what happens at the tube, but we also go through the full example of the bolts and the welds and the plates, because I think that's important as engineers when we're designing. We're not just, you know, looking at one piece. We've got to do the whole connection. Yeah, well, one thing that I think that I really like about what the Steel Tube Institute has done is this professional membership mm-hmm. that you guys have, which I, I think is a great benefit, because a lot of the, these resources that you have are uh, available by becoming a member. And right. so the books come uh, They get a cost, discount. Right, uh-huh. and the webinars. The webinars are, come uh, six for... Uh, the membership, yeah. Yeah, I think, and I think that's great. I think, I think uh, when we can encourage more and more engineers to to take advantage of that. Do you have any rough idea of how many members we have currently in the Seal Division Two? Um, as far as professional members, I think it's somewhere around 400 right now. It seems to ebb and flow depending on, you know, when we put out a new version <laughs> of the manuals that goes up and you know goes down um, as people have got their books and don't need that discount anymore but yeah so a professional membership is 125 dollars a year they get six webinars included with that plus discounts to the discounts on the manual which we're currently working on the update we'll have that done by the summer so the manuals will be updated to the 2016 specification and then it also allows you access to certain design tools Um, hss connects online is a tool that if you're an engineer of record or you know someone just doing some design and wanting to take a look at the connections without diving deep into them. So say I just want to make sure that my wall thicknesses are going to be adequate so that whether it's me designing the connection down the line or someone else, a delegated connection designer doing it, they're not going to have issues. You can very quickly pop that information into this uh, design tool on our website and be assured that the wall thickness that you're specifying is going to work for those connections. So It's basically a code check, right? It's a code check just purely of you know, what I would say in the past chapter K of the HSS wall to make sure that it's adequate. It's not checking bolts, welds, all of that stuff, sure. but just the tube. Yeah, I think it's a great resource. And it's an old resource that 
Professor Packer right. wrote back in the day. It was DOS version. DOS did you use yeah. it? I, I never did. I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously on a floppy disk doesn't really work anymore <laughs> these days, right? But no, it was, uh, the investment that the Steel Tube Institute did into codifying it so there was an online program and access to all, I think that was a great effort. Right. So, Thanks. Well, I appreciate you being here today and, and talking about these issues because obviously for us both, these are very important issues when we talk about HSS. But let's, I like to end things on a little more personal note. So tell me when you're not out there promoting the uh, glories of hollow <laughs> structural sections uh what do we do for fun what kind of hobbies do we do oh wow anything outside so i have two girls uh that keep us busy and we're very active trying to keep them uh, engaged in the outdoors and loving sports and hiking and skiing so um, we're usually outside well, that's great well you certainly live in the right part of the country for that <laughs> yes, I so i've uh, been fortunate enough to visit denver enough to realize that it's probably one of the sunnier places on the planet thankfully yeah despite uh, everyone's yeah. the reputation of it being snowy and cold it's actually quite sunny there. Yeah. this is nice so well kim again i appreciate the time today sure. and appreciate you uh sharing some thoughts on us so once again this is tubular connections and uh this is your host brad fletcher and if you have any questions for myself or kim feel free to reach out to me at bradley.fletcher at atlastube.com thanks for listening to tubular connections you can learn more about designing with steel hss at atlastube.com